Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. LoneStarButtons.com can make your custom pin on buttons a reality. Just contact the owner of the company, Adam Stimpy Jones, by email at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can get Medieval on his ass and call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. If you ever want to Make contact with the show. You can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send in news stories, friend questions, pro tips, whatever you want to tell us. We'll read it and take it to heart. And if you have time and it's not too much trouble, make sure to go on over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. Attention, attention. This is a public safety announcement. Do not panic. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this broadcast belong solely to the individuals barfing them into your ear. You are not required in any way to share our opinions. We are here to think about shit. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with Gabe That Dude Dieter and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Thanks for listening to episode 96 of Revenge of the World podcast. Uh, I'm your host, <laughs> Gave That Dude Dieter, and with me tonight, as usual, bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey, everybody. Yeah. What's up, dude? Episode 96. It's like we're... We're it, hurtling. It, it's like we're sharing a bed in a hotel, but we're like sleeping with our heads on opposite ends, you know? We're 69 We're 96 We're 96 We're back-to-back in a hotel bed. Excellent. So that... And just trying not to fart on each other. That's pretty much... Well, I'm trying not to fart on you, but... I've been known to cut the cheese on someone's back. Yeah. A hey, time or two. It, it's warm. It's warm. Yeah. It's also wretched and wet sounding. <laughs> <laughs> wretched smelling and wet sounding. Yeah. I, I, uh, I totally ripped one in the car on the way over here. Like, uh, right here on your street. I think you brought it with you. Really? No. Because, oh. <laughs> like, uh, it was just, like, it was really, like... I couldn't tell if it was, like, me or outside, like, Pasadena being what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was most likely Pasadena. Yeah, I don't know. I did have something kind of cheesy for dinner, so, you know, really could go either way. All right. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I've got to let you read some fan mail that I got today. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, they did mention that we talk about poop a lot. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a thing that we do. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it totally is. I mean, we, we spend a lot of time, you know, conversing about my vowels. Who wrote yeah. it? Who is it from someone we know? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just let you read it after the show. But, uh... <laughs> Before I forget, hello Los Angeles, Atlanta, and Madrid, our top listeners for last week. Yeah. Who is listening to us in Madrid? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people. Not a lot, but Jesus. Some people. Some. Enough. Yeah, that's Enough it. for me to notice. Yeah. Got our eyes on you, Spain. Wait, we noticed Moscow dropped off today. Uh, actually, <laughs> I just didn't want to mention that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're, they're on the list. Those are yeah. just top three. They're on the list. They're 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 in fourth place actually. <laughs> oh man. Um. So what's up, Brennan? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Just living my life, going to school, drawing a bunch. Uh, I tried to fix my laptop this weekend, and that was not. You actually tried to fix yeah, it. Yeah, I tried to fix it because like um like apparently what I thought was going wrong was that the the graphics processor, the little GPU thing, mm-hmm. like it has this thermal paste on it like on the top of it and like sometimes that stuff gets corroded and like the heat will start to make your your graphics go all scrambly or whatever mm-hmm. so like i invested in, a, in about ten dollars worth of stuff that was you know new thermal paste yeah just like thermal paste and like uh some uh just a- alcohol q-tips just stuff to clean it and i took the whole thing apart it took me like two hours i put it back together and it did not fix it mm. so can you get a new no whatever you, for it <laughs> no you, it, like on laptops it's just it's generally just kind of soldered into oh, the yeah. motherboard so yeah. you're just kind of screwed wow but you know i mean it was worth a try and i didn't have anything to do so yeah that's cool you know I, that's pretty much it i mean i've just been 
living my life, cleaning my house. Cleaning your house? Yeah. Yeah, that, that goes on <laughs> pretty regularly. Yeah. Uh, makes for a fun weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, good times, good times. It's Lo- very... Lots of dust in my yeah. sinuses. Yeah. So what's up with you? Um, well, uh, as an adult, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. We, oh, man, I've been wanting to hear what you thought about this because we talked about it earlier. Uh, I didn't realize it was a comedy. Hmm. Um, and the reason I say that is because I watched it with Jess's family. Yeah. And they were just, they MST3K'd it. Yeah. And it was just so much fun. I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. It was senseless brutality, but it didn't affect me at all. I wasn't like inside the movie. I was just watching it and more experiencing it with uh Justice Family. Right. It was crazy fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a lot of elements like of, you know, at least of that movie, like uh I think uh the performance of Leatherface is based on Baby Huey. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why he runs all weird and like yeah, uh Yeah, yeah. Like if you listen to the the director's commentary, like there's this one moment where he does this kind of like goofy sidestep hop and like they always joke about that being the uh, the keystone cops hop because like i guess he did it like over and over and over well, <laughs> everything he did not everything but a lot of the like bonking people on the head yeah type stuff you see that in cartoons it is it's it's cartoon violence and uh the whole like going in convulsions uh-huh. stuff yeah i don't know it didn't really I, I i wasn't affected at all by the movie i was just taking it in and it, it was just going on in front of me yeah it didn't affect me emotionally mm-hmm. i wasn't tied into it so i kind of got to study it a little bit yeah and like the acting wasn't as bad as i remember it no it's a pretty solid it's, movie it's decent yeah it's uh it's a pretty well-made movie mm-hmm. yeah um i'm just I, I i've never been into horror i've always been in the sci-fi yeah and uh seeing you know some horror movies uh as a kid they just weren't interesting to me. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess uh, lasers are more interesting than blood <laughs> special effects. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, that could be like kind of an optimism versus pessimism thing. You know, I think sci-fi people are typically a little more optimistic, whereas you know, horror people are very pessimistic, nihilistic. You know. Yeah. Um. And, I don't know. Uh. I've I've thought that in the past, but I I don't know, man. It's weird because I've seen like when we went to uh what was it uh texas frightmare weekend? texas frightmare yeah everybody was having a great time yeah. it was all in the spirit of fun you know well like and, and but people the, weren't that's really interesting though because like i think that just you know yeah i mean yeah the people i think that people that are into horror though a lot of them have great senses of humor because horror itself works a lot like the way that comedy does you know it's tension and release it's build up it's set up and then callbacks it's, it's the same structure right. just with you know violence replacing laughs you know yeah uh that's a that's a weird thing to think about because watching a horror movie with with horror people Mm -hmm. is like they're not experiencing fear they're not experiencing the tension of the scene it's like more of a roller coaster ride right you know where or a haunted house even where Mm -hmm. it's like fun scared like uh but it's not like i'm brought down to an um, a level of like depression you know right well um Depends on what movie. Depends you watch. on the movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. I hadn't seen it um, since I was a, a young kid. You yeah. know, um, I think I was like three. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Um, I can't even remember the age I was, but uh, seeing it this time was pretty new. Yeah. Uh, actually, I had a notable cinematic experience myself. Um, this weekend, I watched the first movie to ever make me vomit. Blair Witch? No. <laughs> it was uh, this movie called The Greasy Strangler. Uh-huh. It's uh, kind of like indie, like, it's kind of, how can I explain it? It's like, it, it would be like if the people that made Street Trash decided they wanted to make Napoleon Dynamite. Whoa. You know? it's, it's That a, made you puke? There's there's just one particular, there's one moment in the movie where it just, it, it's the one, one of the most repulsive things I ever saw. And Uh-oh. like, like I, I got up, I walked away from it, and I collected myself, and I came back to it, and then I got up and I had to go to the bathroom and throw up jesus it's, it's it's the only movie like out of all i've i mean i have a pretty strong stomach for this stuff you know i I've, so it was a gross out puke. It, it's it was a gross out puke. it was disgusting okay. it was one okay. of the most repulsive things i've ever seen wow but i mean I, and i have a really strong stomach for this stuff i and what's it called called the greasy strangler the greasy strangler uh, yeah. i don't recommend it to anybody um i i just i 
whenever I finished watching it, I just mostly walked away from it confused because like I was grossed out and like just kind of shocked and amazed. And like I hated all movies and wanted to make a movie at the same time. <laughs> it was just like it was just like, I don't know. It just really went to show you can get away with anything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, that that was that was a, a milestone. It was a first in thirty five years. You know, most of that spent watching horror movies. You know, that was the first one. <laughs> wow, that's that's impressive. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, we got really. a lot of fucking news, man. Yeah, we got a lot of news. It's been a crazy week. <laughs> and it's it's not even that. Well, yeah, it is kind of a lot, but it's a. Uh... A lot to unpack for sure. It's a lot to talk about. So let's jump in. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, so. Since the election, <laughs> there's all kinds of creepy, tricky shit that's going on all over the United States. Well, half of the United States. <laughs> uh, but we'll just talk about Texas. Uh, Texas wants funerals for aborted babies. Yeah. Did you read that? I, yeah, I, I saw that that somehow made it through. Uh, yeah, I think they're 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 fighting it. Like so, someone's, you know, they've waged a lawsuit. But see. <sighs> my my view on it uh when republicans talk about government waste being just burning tax dollars yeah. like you're setting them on fire mm-hmm. my money your money everybody listening in texas your money is being thrown into a pile and burned literally <laughs> because politicians want to make churches happy and we're pretty much seeing something that politicians knew this was going to go to court Mm-hmm. And now the taxpayer is having to fund to defend it. Right. I mean, not everybody agrees with this, this uh, pro or con on abortion, you know? Right. Uh, but you, you're supposed to have foresight in knowing that this is going to be very expensive to get passed mm-hmm. through anything. I mean, it's going to be contested in court. Right. And that's, that's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Where's the money going? What, what are your thoughts on it, Brennan? Well, uh, first of all, just right off the bat, shout out to the Church of Satan for challenging it. Are they the ones? Oh, because it's violating, they're, they're saying that it's violating their religious beliefs. That's, that, that's one of them. That's what's fighting it? That's, that's one group. Yeah, the Church of Satan always comes out for like all these like civil liberties things. They, they apparently have some money and they're organized. Wow. So, I mean, they, they're happy to wage a lawsuit and you know, everybody thinks, oh, Church of Satan, whatever. So they have nothing to lose, you know? <laughs> But uh, there, there is another group, uh, someone, some firm from New York, I forgot the name, but I heard that on NPR on the way home. But yeah, there's there's several lawsuits going to fight this thing. Um, and I just, I don't understand, like, I, I, I will never be able to wrap my head around the religious argument, you know, because if you are of a certain faith, no one is saying that you have to get an abortion, you know? Right. That, that is, that is your right. That is your choice. If you, if your faith prevents you from doing that, great. You know, you choose to subscribe to that faith and God bless you. But, you know, it's just, I don't understand what legislating other people's free will, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it just comes down to that, you know, there's just no reason to just keep fighting this battle. <laughs> uh, yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> but it, I don't know what it's going to take because the laws have already been in place right. against it and they failed. Doesn't that mean we should move on to something more important? I mean, you would think so, but I guess Religion in certain states have a high stake in politics, which is weird because they're not, I mean, you're not supposed to. There's not supposed to be any gain to be had. No. That's the whole separation of church and state thing. I don't know, Brennan. (laughs) I'm just a dude trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. Should we move on from this shitty topic? Let's lead by example. (laughs) Maybe we should just talk about something else. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of pissed. Uh, I don't know. It, I, the topic shouldn't be in the news because it's already been beaten. It's already been decided. Mm. I don't know how many more times stuff like this has to happen. I mean, we've already spent the money on it. Yeah, twice. Like 
there, there was just like another thing like last year where they were going to make everyone listen to the heartbeat before they could get an abortion or whatever. And that failed too. Yeah. It's just like every single time someone brings this up, it just fails. I think there were, I, I really wish that there were more sensible people when stuff like this would come out to fight against it. Yeah. Not, yeah. not, I'm not talking about in court. I'm talking about, about in the legislature. Yeah. Well, Texas. Well, yeah, but I don't know. We need, we need somebody to talk some sense into these people. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, have you heard about Elon Musk's Hyperloop train? Um, I've, I've heard of it. I've got to do, we've got to come up with a Elon Musk segment. Yeah, we just need like a, he needs a theme song at this point because we spend a lot of time on this guy. Yeah, it's like pretty common that he's doing something crazy and fantastical. Yeah. But uh, he's, they just tested a five mile piece of track for the 700 mile an hour Hyperloop train. Um, it's supposed to go, I think, between New York and LA or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically going to take over, like, Concord duties. Yeah. Not not across the Atlantic or anything like that, but, mm-hmm. like, it'll get you across the country. And uh, Elon Musk described it as a mix between a Concord, a railgun, and an air hockey table. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking sounds amazing. That sounds fun. <laughs> In other Elon Musk news, uh, I also read an article talking trash about subsidies for his companies, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was Solar Solar something. It's his solar, his main solar company. Yeah, I guess is what it was. Uh, and I guess in social media he was fighting against it, saying this is all made up bullshit. Yeah. Um. So it was basically a hit piece on him. Right. And uh, even when I read it. The original article, I was like, this doesn't make any sense because all all companies, large and small, take tax breaks and you know from wherever they can get them. Right. You know, it's what it's what's there to help businesses get by and maintain profitability. Mm-hmm. And I know with today's political climate, that's not a popular thing because you know it's it's made to look like just the fat cats are getting away with you know taken tax dollars but really it's tax dollars that is saved so that they can keep their employees you know right they can invest in new projects and stuff like that you look like you're gonna say something no i'm I'm listening okay (laughs) uh i don't know man i think i think elon musk has ruffled uh big oil's feathers Mm -hmm. and it's gonna get dirty and you're probably gonna see more hit pieces on him probably the more uh profitable and successful his company or company's interests are yeah i, I, <laughs> I don't know I, I i got really nothing to add to that i mean that's that's generally the way that you know big oil has reacted towards anything if they can't buy it and destroy they will destroy it you know yeah so they own they own a lot of media don't they yeah whoa speaking of that uh text i sent you during the ufc that i was watching uh between every every fight they had a navy commercial yeah that was i mean they kept repeating it over and over again i guess they're a big sponsor of the ufc mm. but i go figure uh so this commercial starts out um the cameras like you know showing different jobs that navy personnel do yeah in this carrier battle group and then the whole time they're on deck you see this like giant orb in the sky and the camera lifts off the the surface of the ocean and goes past that orb and goes past it and past it and it and it shrinks and it turns into a the head of a, a pin mm-hmm. like a needle yeah and the further it zooms out you see all these other pins like 10 of them yeah zooms out farther 50 of them zooms out farther you're seeing like the whole world and you're seeing like a hundred needle pins just in this one section of the the earth that you can see on the television screen yeah and i'm like holy fuck the navy just said we're everywhere where our military is all over the planet doing god knows what yeah <laughs> like it reminded me of like uh the british empire you know whenever it had just you know they they started their own colonies everywhere yeah you know well i mean that that's basically how it is we have, like we're the only military in the world that has bases everywhere you know yeah and this is just i mean i i assume it's just the navy uh, i don't know it could have been other branches of the military. i'm sure that was probably navy specific but yeah they, they've got something out 
It's fucking everywhere. Insane. Yeah. I don't insane. think there's a ton of facilities, but you know they have all the carriers and the subs and things like that. They're just they go they they come in, they change out crew, they go out. Yeah, that's all they do. Yep, constant rotation. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, we're pretty much the only military that's really doing that. Yeah, <laughs> we're our military is huge. Yeah, it's massive. Massive, like, like millions of people. Millions or, of people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Really I, I think there's like two million active duty service members. Jesus, the biggest in the world. Yeah. Uh, and what are we doing? Um, <laughs> uh, how did we get on that? Anyway, let's talk about Apple's uh, UFO yeah. HQ. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I don't know if anybody. I don't know if this is big news or not yet, but uh, Apple is wrapping up construction on its two point eight million square foot facility. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds insane. Like if you just Google Apple UFO HQ, it's this giant donut. It's the big with solar ring. panels on the roof. Like it's crazy looking. And uh, let's see, what are some facts on it? Uh, the building is more than a mile around. It's gonna house thirteen thousand Apple employees in one building. Just that. I mean, it's a fucking football stadium. Yeah, with labs and like uh just r&d stuff it's so creepy it's insane that thing is gonna take off out of the earth at some point well what are they i mean what does alex jones think (laughs) about this Uh. like what is the speculation on on the projects that are gonna go down in that place it's gotta be nuts i mean that this facility is it's destined to launch the next technology that's coming along for the next 20 years or so you yeah. know uh so like this is like strictly an r&d facility like that's all it is n- uh no i wouldn't say that i don't i don't know um i guess it'd probably become more clear once it was up and running but yeah. or um, maybe it won't i don't know no it's it's a it's a feat of architecture mm-hmm. so there's gonna be t- public tours and all that stuff um it's just incredibly massive it's in california uh i can't remember where Sunnyvale, hmm. not the trailer park. My question uh, is, how deep into the earth it goes? Well, they they had uh, fuck, I don't know because they had uh, you know, step by step photos of the construction and it, they had to level that entire area mm-hmm. like a square mile. Yeah, and then pour concrete for that much area. It's an, it was insane. Yeah. So inside this giant donut, they're gonna have they have like an arboretum like forest yeah inside a building it's fucking crazy and uh that's a compound yeah you people need to check out that shit because it's insane it's a compound or it's a space station one of the two one of the two it can only be one it, of it can two. only be one of those two things it can't be a perfectly benign building that just looks neat nope <laughs> no way you, you don't spend five billion on a not in this world <laughs> weird uh building um in other news uh 5,000 fish were frozen into an ice skating rink in Japan. I saw that. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. It was part of, like, a, de- a design effort, I guess. And uh, it just looked disgusting. Like, I, I just imagine, like, just ice skating over those things and, like, hitting bumps and cutting them. Yeah, That's they the- were fucking out of the water. Yeah, I they're, mean, like, sticking off up. of the ice. Yeah, they, they look like little speed bumps. But, you don't, I don't know, maybe a... What is that machine that you ride around on the Zamboni? A Zamboni. Maybe the Zamboni would have smoothed things out. Um, I don't know, man. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah, it was really. That's just a weird thing to do. Like, so, this thing was built at uh, Space World, which really reminds me of Astro World in a weird kind of way. Really? But uh, yeah, over there they have this uh, Space Shuttle Discovery roller coaster. Mm-hmm. They have this giant giant fucking space shuttle discovery <laughs> they just bought right? one of the space shuttles i don't know <laughs> no they couldn't have i mean this thing why not there were like five of them it, they got rid of them i don't know if it was big <laughs> enough somewhere to be real but uh it's just this giant space shuttle they had the rocket boosters on the sides and uh-huh. everything and uh a roller coaster going around it i mean this place looked pretty cool except for the five thousand fish in ice um they had a UFO mountain crash uh, roller coaster. That sounds awesome. It's this mountain with a UFO crashed into the side of it. Yeah. And it looked pretty cool. I wouldn't mind going yeah, there. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Other than the 5,000 fish, fish. <laughs> frozen into an ice skating rink. 
Japan, you have a great theme park going on. What's with the weird fish? <laughs> you know, they even hosted... Uh, I don't know if it, this was a one-time thing because it was all in Japanese. I couldn't read it. I'm sorry. Uh, this thing called Gundam World. Oh, yeah. You know what Gundams yeah, are? Yeah, I saw that. They're basically these uh, 10-story tall robots mm-hmm. that people uh, drive around in. It's an anime cartoon. Anyway, it was pretty cool. It was like this whole uh, museum-type thing yeah. where they had like all these Gundam designs and they had a statue in there and you could you could pilot one they had like a Gundam simulator that's awesome it's pretty badass yeah I mean I wouldn't mind going there other than the 5,000 fish <laughs> they buried in a skating rink um I mean it almost makes up for the empty ocean and collapsed ecosystem that Japan's creating <laughs> <laughs> I guess so yeah they just I guess they have to show the kids what fish look like somehow yep uh next time i don't know man think about things because you pretty much ruined your badass part (laughs) (laughs) any publicity is not always good publicity it's true um okay so uh r.i.p john glenn Mm -hmm. uh how old was he 95 95 god that's old it's a good run um imagine the balls yeah it took 1962 was it I don't know. He was the second man in space. Yeah. Uh, he was beaten by Yuri Gagarin. Yeah. Um, but the balls it took to just strap into a, the top of a missile <laughs> and fucking fly into orbit. Uh, I, I, I don't even come close to being that brave. Like, uh, I, like whenever he, he passed, I heard something on the radio that really made me laugh. Uh, somebody asked John Glenn what was the first thing that he thought whenever he was going into space. And the thing that he thought was, every single thing on this ship was contracted out to the lowest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> That's every every spacecraft. That's so terrifying, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's just an yeah, extra thing on is. top of it, you know? Maybe they wouldn't need uh, eight uh, redundancies yeah. if, <laughs> if they just spent a little more money. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Would, if they spent a little more money, it might come out cheaper. Yeah, in the long run. Maybe four redundancies redundancies would be enough um yeah god damn crazy I mean, life that's a suicide mission it is you have no idea you this is you're putting your ass on the line for well this was this was the 60s too so people were a little more patriotic because mm-hmm. <clears throat> wikileaks hadn't been out yet yeah and Still uh high on world war Two. yeah um you just put your ass on the line for something you had zero i mean you're putting your faith in Jesus and NASA. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, one of the two is going to get your ass to wherever you're going. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking insane. It is. Um, Man. Who, who's left? Are, are there... Uh, Buzz, uh, Buzz Aldrin just got out of the hospital. Like, he went in roughly the same time, but he, he came out, so... Who was the astronaut that knocked out or punched that reporter? That's Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin? Okay. Yeah. We should have him on the show. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Brennan, get to work on that. I will. Um, okay, so the big, the big story of this episode, <laughs> yeah, they have found a, the tail of a dinosaur in amber at a market in China. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> dino chicken, dino chicken. <laughs> what are we going to do with this? Uh, so this thing is the size of an eraser, like a pink eraser, uh-huh. probably like two and a half, three inches long. Yeah. Inside of it is a tail that's about as long as a matchstick, mm-hmm. and it has 25 vertebrae, and it has soft tissue, and it has feathers. Um, they're saying that it's not flight feathers, they're more um, decorative like a peacock's. Yeah. Um, they're supposedly brown with a white under undertone, mm-hmm. like, if, like if you parted the, the brown feathers, you would see like white underneath. Right. Just like another i don't know it, it doesn't sound that crazy um it was a baby mm-hmm. if it had grown up it would have been close to an ostrich <laughs> tying it back to last episode i know chicken man oh my god dino ostrich <laughs> dino ostrich um where are we going man what what we're living in a fucking sci-fi reality right now yeah everything is just completely it's jurassic park is possible <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it, it's 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 black. It's Black Mirror. It's William Gibson. You know, it, it's I don't know. 
I, I think right now we might be at a tipping point, though, where we're going to decide whether or not we're going Utopia or Dystopia. We're going Dinotopia. <laughs> yeah, that would be left pretty left field. That was a terrible uh, sci-fi show, I think. Yeah, I, I think it was... Was it a Disney movie, maybe? Was it? Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. fucking crazy. I don't know how to emphasize it more than I already have. I mean, it's, it's, it's all going so fast, too. And it's in China's hands. <laughs> You know they don't they don't have the same regulations. They don't have cloning or, laws over there. No, they don't. Um it's fucking crazy. I, I can't and we just pissed China off. <laughs> Talking to Taiwan. We did. We did. Uh no, we didn't. Um I don't know, man. Mm. Where are we going? Where are we going? That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I don't know, man. You got a uh murder and mayhem for us? I do, I do. Alright, let's kick it. Okay. What do you got, Brennan? Okay, uh, Murder and Mayhem. This one is not one of the more fun ones. Damn it. Yeah, I know. This is more murder than mayhem, this is, isn't this it? Is, this is absolutely murder, uh, but I think it's a story that people you know, from the Houston area really need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people that are probably like maybe aged like 30 and under don't really know it, but it's a it's a pretty big deal, and I don't know. I, I, I just... It's, it's something that, like, when, I remember when it happened, because, like, it, it happened uh, the day after my birthday, my eighth birthday. And, like, it, it's one of those things, like, whenever I saw it on the news, it's, like, it stuck with me forever. Really? Yeah, it really did. Um, so, I guess I'll just go ahead and, like, uh, kind of get into the story. Uh, there's a, a 24-year-old man. His name is Alex Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And it was him and two of his buddies. And this was October 30th, 1989. They're, uh, they're just hanging out. They're going to go out, you know, have a couple of beers, have some Mexican food, you know? They're, they're eating, they're drinking, you know, two beers turn to four, turn to six. And all of a sudden, you know, 24-year-old men decide they're going to go to the strip club. Okay. So they're they're down 45. They end up going to Rick's for a couple hours. They think they get there at 10 p.m., hang out until about three. Whoa. Yeah, they, they, they really just went off and, you know, they behaved as 24-year-old men behaving in a strip club. Wiling out. Yeah, just going nuts, having a good time. So about three o'clock rolls around, they decide they're going to call it a night. All three of them get in the car. Now, the driver, Alex Gonzalez, this is the only name that I know, so I'm just going to kind of roll with him. Um, whenever the final report came out, it came out that he had consumed between 11 and 13 drinks at the strip club. Wow. Getting behind the wheel of an automobile, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's Halloween morning now. They're driving down 45, heading north. Uh, it's right about 45 in Park Place. When a woman is getting on, like coming up the Park Place entrance ramp, she cuts him off in traffic. This woman, her name is Ida Lee Delaney. At 3 o'clock in the morning, she cuts them off in traffic. Yeah, well... There's I mean, no traffic at 3 o'clock well, in the morning. Well, th- there's bar traffic, you know, as people going yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. So, this woman, she was on her way to work at her job. She worked for the Houston Post. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she got working really early hours. Got to be there at 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. So, she get, gets over, cuts them off. Now, all of a sudden, you know, driver Alex is very, very angry. So, he starts flashing his lights, and he's, like, driving up on her and, you know, backing off and driving up and backing off and, like pulling up next to her and like trying to run her off the road. And he's like, they're yelling and they're cursing at her and giving her the finger, you know, just being really aggressive and angry towards this woman. Mm-hmm. They followed her from 45 and park place all the way to 59 South for like 14 miles or mm-hmm. 13 miles. I think it was, she finally gets off at, uh, it was a uh, Newcastle and 59. So it was a pretty good ways that they followed her. And they're just like, you know, scaring the hell out of this lady. Like there were a lot of reports of the incident that like people saw this happening on the freeway. You know, like as after everything came out and, you know, people started coming forward and saying, yeah, I saw that happen. They were really, you know, trying to scare this lady. You know, they were really giving her hell. Mm-hmm. So followed her, you know, about 20, 30 minutes. She gets off at Newcastle and is like right whenever you come off that exit, you come into a stoplight. So she comes over, she stops, she gets out of her car for a second and she just kind of throws her arms up in the air, like gestures at these guys or whatever that have been chasing her for hours or not for hours for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And she reaches in the back of her truck and she's like walking back to get back inside. As she's going to get back inside, the guy, the driver, the Alex Gonzalez, he screams, freeze. And naturally, because she's been chased by these people for 20, 30 minutes, she does not. She gets in her car and she locks the door. So the guy, he approaches the vehicle and he starts pounding on their window and just, you know, he's yelling, screaming at her. He, he, he's acting like he wants to, to harm her, like he wants to fight her. Mm-hmm. So what happens is uh, the woman, Ida Lee Delaney, she leans up and she has a 38 in her hand. She discharges five shots. One of them hits the guy, hits him in the arm. So in response... He reaches into his waistband and he pulls out a 45 millimeter, uh, six rounds. It's like a revolver. It's an HPD service weapon. Mm. 
pups her once in the chest, shoots her. Turns out Alex and his two friends are off-duty HPD police officers. Mm-hmm. All three of them. Wasted, carrying a service weapon, you know, and terrorizing a woman and ends up murdering her. She's in cold blood. Well, whenever the case ends up going to it ends up going to court, and the cop, uh, Alex Gonzalez, she's tried for voluntary manslaughter, only served seven years. I mean, that's just, that's, like, if you've ever driven, like, to and from Houston at, like, two o'clock in the morning, you know, you see that happening, like, that stuff happening, you know? Yeah. Just aggressive, drunk people acting nuts all the time, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's something to really think about, because, you know, it's, it's better to just let it go, you know? <laughs> just get away, try to get somewhere safe, but... Oh, man. Yeah, it's just it's not a very uplifting story, but I I remember I just remember hearing that when I was a kid and like I because I mean I mean it literally happened like the day after my eighth birthday whenever all that went down. So by '96 he was out. He was out by '96, yeah. But yeah, it's just like I remember seeing that and like that being like the first time that it ever occurred to me that like a cop could be a bad guy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's like the- I I grew up thinking that cops were good guys and did the right thing and mm-hmm. uh, didn't look them at them. As people, I looked at them kind of in the light of superhero or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, policeman, firefighter, doctor. You know? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a police officer, yeah. you know? It was very common. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know. I don't know so much. Yeah. It's like, it, it takes a certain mentality. And, you know, sometimes that's a good thing, but also sometimes that's a bad thing, you know? Because there's, there's there are two different mentalities, I think. I think there are people that generally genuinely do want to serve their community. But then there's like those other people that just got something to work out, you know? Yeah. And for fuck's sake. Yeah. Brennan. So yeah, that's a downer, man. I'm sorry. God but damn it. Yeah. That is both murder and mayhem. It is. But I mean, I, and I think that, you know, that, that's, it's a story that like, I don't know. It's just, I remember that so clearly, like when it happened, I remember just like every day on the news coming home from school and hearing about what new thing had developed in the Ida Lee Delaney case. Did they tell the truth about what happened or was it? conflicting stories um i mean i think that there wasn't really much of a story to tell i mean there, there were enough witnesses of the them chasing her on the freeway to where you know they came forward and said that they saw this happening mm-hmm. and they saw that they saw the woman's reaction they saw what they were doing and so there was enough evidence to show that they were being aggressive and then you know when the shooting happened the police showed up and then but, jesus man yeah it, it ended up coming out that you know everything that happened but like initially you know, no one really knew no one knew i don't think they really knew no man See, that reminds me of, I know this is your, this is your no. uh, section, but it reminds me of the, the DC police shooting that, that mom with her kid in the car. Yeah. Because she accidentally, uh, she accidentally pulled into a restricted area. Uh-huh. And then when they were telling her to stop and all that, she panicked and just drove away. Like, I think she might have knocked uh, a police officer over or something like that didn't run him over right just like kind of knocked him over yeah you know i think she hit some barrels or something like that but it it became this big car chase and she was just a panicked black lady and uh they they shot her like in the head mm-hmm. and and afterwards after it all happened congress applauded it right like DC police are our heroes. They protected us from this terrorist. Right. And it was just spun in the news, like, completely out of control. Mm-hmm. Completely different situation. It just kind of reminded me of that. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, Ida, Lee, Ida Lee Delaney? Yeah. What was her name? She was a grandmother, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. It's tough, man. It is. That's fucking life in the big city. <laughs> fucking can't. Can't trust anybody, not even off-duty cops. No. Uh, well, the interesting thing, though, is like that, you know, in 1989, there was no regulation against an off-duty police officer being intoxicated, having their service with them. There was, there was no rule against that at all. Wow. That I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume that's different. Man, now. I hope so. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Are you allowed to even uh, open carry in a bar? Uh, like, can you get drunk in public and open carry? I don't know. I think there's like certain... I don't know that you can have a gun in a bar. That seems like a terrible idea, but it also is not something I would put past the Texas state legislature either. Can you conceal and carry it and get drunk in public? I don't think you really not legally supposed to be getting drunk in public. But... Well, I mean in a bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Something to look into, Brennan. It is. Uh, let's go on to some tinfoil tirade.
Hello? Hey, dude. Hey, what's up? You think after 96 episodes, we'd know what the hell we were doing, right? Yeah, I think so. You want to knock this out? Yeah, sure, let's do it. James Lenores asks, what's the craziest thing you've spent money on that you later regretted? Craziest thing that I've spent money on that I later regretted? Huh. Uh, I don't know. What's yours, Gabe? Uh, I gotta say the Trojan ends. <laughs> the non-lubricated condoms. Wow. Big, big Nothing mistake. Really, really, no lubrication, huh? No lubrication. Huh. Didn't, didn't know what that meant <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't need that. <laughs> wow. Oh, always a sensitive lover. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was very inexperienced at the time. <clears throat> you got one? Uh, I don't really spend money on anything, dude. <laughs> you don't have one regret. No. That's just how I'm living my life, man. No regrets. No regrets. Not through your whole life. <laughs> through your whole life, you've never bought anything you didn't want. Uh, I don't really have anything that like sticks out. I don't know. Uh... How about that college education? <laughs> I didn't pay for that. Oh, that's true. Kind of did. Yeah, I, I sold part of my soul, I guess, but you you know, I wasn't an, using that anyway. You were an indentured so. servant to yeah. Uncle Sam for a while. Basically. But I wasn't really doing anything with that time anyway. It was just my 20s. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, you got a friend question? Um, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> I'm trying to talk on my phone and use my phone at the same oh, time. Oh, shit, for... that's true. Yeah, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, we have recorded our entire podcast and forgot friend questions. So you're listening in post-podcast. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, I've got two. Uh, I've got a couple, okay. Uh, Okay, let's see. Uh, Robert Mullins asks, what do you want for Christmas? Just my two front teeth, Robert. Yeah, I I just want Gabe's two front teeth as well. Damn it. I I want his old teeth, actually. I want them back. I'm going to wear them on a necklace to remind him that he can't have them. One of us is going home disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Lee Dog Yanez asks If the Incredible Hulk were driving Optimus Prime And Prime suddenly transformed Would it crush the Hulk Or would Prime get destroyed This is a very interesting question Say that again <laughs> If the Incredible Hulk were driving Optimus Prime And Prime suddenly transformed Would it crush the Hulk Or would Prime get destroyed Uh, I would imagine that Hulk would get crushed Unless he decided to like fully stretch out his entire body like in a kind of explosive motion right mid transformation because otherwise he won't have like the propulsion to really you know i guess to stop that from happening because he's just meat at the end of the day you know huh interesting so you think hulk would go through the meat grinder yeah unless he took action to make it stop at just the right time i mean i imagine there would have to be some you know tricky physics at play but i don't know I, I, I see him, he, he's getting shredded. Of course I've got to be the contrarian and say Optimus Prime would be a heap of scrap metal. <laughs> we don't even know what kind of metal that Optimus Prime is made of. It could have, be, could have been some sort of crazy space metal, you know? Cybertron, dude. Cybertronian metal. What? what? Brennan, oh, come on. Man, <laughs> I, I, I fell asleep for a second and then you called. Oh, okay. So, awesome. so like my brain, my brain is just like, I don't know. I'm like, what? Sure, use that excuse. Brenda Valdivia asks, do you think Krampus can twerk? You know, because they got them crunk legs. Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, I mean, goat legs, that's pretty much... He's got the glutes. Yeah. To all, flap them butt cheeks. It's all hindquarter. It, it can probably, like, isolate it and do one butt cheek at a time. Too. Oh, shit, yeah. Like a uh, a pendulum action? Yeah, I mean, but even more controlled than that. You know? Like probably like it could probably do like those like kind of like slow motion y like you know uh, kind of strobe light looking dance moves that like those people on so you think you can dance do sometimes. <laughs> I think if you saw Krampus twerk, your eyes and nose and ears would start bleeding. Probably so, and like yeah. There you go, Brenda. We think yes. You got another one? Uh. Let me read these so you don't have to take the phone away from your face. Okay. Robert Mullins asks, what do you... Oh, well. He says, uh, what is the best way to do an ollie-to-nose stall, if any? Uh, just 
Commit. That's the most important thing. Just commit. Commit. That's all you gotta do. Commit yeah, to your own committing. destruction. Yeah. Commit one way or another. Just just go full force. Robert just also like, Robert also asks, uh, when you listen to music, do you veg out or slam dance? Um I listen to music mostly when I'm cleaning my house. So there's a lot of mopping happening. Huh. I don't have carpet anymore. Or yeah. What about you? I don't listen to music unless you count the howling of the wolves. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm more of a uh, singer hip thruster than I am a uh, music listener. I like to sing in the shower more than I like to listen to music. Mostly listen to podcasts these days. I feel like these are probably our worst friend question responses ever. Really? On my yeah. part or on your part? Definitely, definitely on mine. I, I know I'm not. I got nothing right now. Well, I'm glad you take uh, responsibility for that. Brenda oh, yeah. Valdivia asks, would you chuck a woodchuck if it chucked your wood? Not the penis kind, like the a door or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know I'm from Dayton, but I try not to handle varmints if I could possibly avoid it. I don't know. Probably not. I don't, I don't, I, woodchucks don't bother me and I don't bother them. It's like a live and let live type situation yeah, with you. It's, it's one of the rules I, you know, kind of try to govern my life by yeah. but the woodchuck's not having your peaceful lifestyle he's chucking your wood well, what do you what do you, know? you do i say give them both barrels well that wasn't the really that wasn't really the question though whether or not you would chuck a woodchuck yeah i'd wood. give them both barrels and chuck them into the trash can yeah and may god have mercy on his soul mm. <laughs> and that's friend questions brennan you got <laughs> anything else uh i'm tired that's all right I'm sweet sorry. dreams sleepy bye Night-night. Brennan, yes. guess who our sponsor is this week? Uh, Take a wild guess. If, if, I had if you t- get this wrong, I get to cut your, nu- your nuts off with a steak knife. If I had to really guess i would say lone star butts you would be correct you get to keep your nuts another week um (laughs) hey lonestarbuttons.com can be should be will be your custom button company uh they'll take your custom design and make it into a button a physical piece of metal a piece of plastic a piece of paper and basically a fucked up safety pin. And a whole lot of love. You put them all together and what do you got? Star buttons. <laughs> a lone star button, god damn it. Uh, they offer their buttons in different sizes and shapes. They'll make, I think, magnets and different... I think they do mirrors. I still haven't checked on that, but I swear to God. A God I don't 100% believe in. I'm going to look into it by next episode. The existence of God or the mirrors? <laughs> the mirrors. Okay. Um... Because I got a couple of pamphlets on the existence of God. Oh, okay. Let me have them. Uh, put them in the stack with White Crypt. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. We'll do. All right. Uh, Lone Star Buttons offers their services, their products at great prices. Um, the website prices haven't been changed since I believe 2001. So you're getting 2001 prices on your buttons, and that's, I mean. It's like inflation never happened. Yeah, I it's, mean, like, it's like 9-11 never happened. Right, and exactly. And your button purchasing. It's like you voted for George Bush thinking, nothing could go wrong with this dumbass. <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I don't know where this commercial is going. Uh, to get in touch with info, <laughs> to get in touch with LoneStarButtons.com, you can go to the website or you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, the, the owner of the company is named Adam Stimpy Jones, and he has made the enormous error of giving me his phone number to read to you right now, and it's 281-798-1996. Tell him that Gabe sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Tell him Brennan sent you and you want to suck on his hairy dick. <laughs> that's that's over the line, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that he would like getting that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, I bet you he would. I bet his wife would love it too. He'll put on speakerphone. Um, yeah, that's it for them. LoneStarButtons.com. They're a great sponsor. Hit your buttons. They help us out. 
It's pretty fun. Um, let's see. What do we got for tinfoil tirade? Today, the U.S. <laughs> is being dr- drowned, drawn into a conspiracy without even knowing it. I like how tinfoil tirade is just the news now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty strange. Wow. Um, so last week, can it be last week or the week before where the quote unquote fake news was the, uh, story of the, of the day? Yeah, that was, that was about in the last two weeks. And it was, it's still ongoing. Uh, hopefully it'll just be done with and nothing will come of it like any, anything else. But the whole thing going on right now, let me cut to the fucking chase, why don't I? Uh, Russia is being blamed for trump's presidential victory mm-hmm. now when this happened when all the WikiLeaks came out they were already blaming russia they called it live like oh this this information's coming out i bet it's russia uh clinton commented on it mm-hmm. during the race uh i thought it was kind of a it was kind of flimsy to me that she was blaming russia it's, for it seemed flimsy at hack. the time for sure to me it still does Because I haven't been offered any proof, other than everybody in the news is saying it's true, uh, and that the CIA is keeping the proof secret. But trust the CIA, they're the ones that are saying that this is what happened. So, where do we go from here? Um, Well, I don't feel like we know what the extent of how they, you know, supposedly intervened into the election is Okay, I mean, let me let me tell you. Um, before I read about it, before I looked it up and read about it, yeah. I thought that Russia hacked our voting machines and gave votes to to Trump. Mm. That's not the case. The whole news story is about WikiLeaks and uh, John Podesta's uh, emails. So it's not that Russia had hands on and you know gave Hillary's votes to Trump. Right. It's that somehow the WikiLeaks stories and John Podesta's emails swayed the public in away from Hillary and towards Trump. Okay. And there are, there are a couple different reasons that I don't I don't buy that. Okay. For one, Hillary sucks. She was a sucky candidate. She could have run against anybody more uh anybody better than Trump and won and lost. Right. I, I believe. Um, just that Trump sucks so bad is the only reason that the election was so close. It really wasn't that close in the popular vote. Uh, I mean, it's, it's what, 2.5 million votes now? I thought it was a million and a half. It's, it's over two. Okay. Does it change the electoral college at all? Uh, no. It does, it doesn't matter. Man. Uh, have you heard about the electors, like the electoral college is wanting an intelligence briefing on this information now before they make, before they cast their vote? The, Yes. But that's that's coming from the Hillary campaign. That's not no. That's th- coming, that's coming from electoral voter voters that are required to vote for Trump. No, they're they're like requesting an intelligence briefing. I, I think it's mostly like the Democratic elector like electors that are requesting it. But I think that's viable. I mean, if 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 indeed the CIA does have a case, I think that they should have access to that information. But that's not that's not a viable reason to to go against the electorate because well, how do you figure? <laughs> Because if the popular vote didn't turn anybody over, then they still have to vote for whoever they're supposed to vote for. But what, I mean, if they can prove, you know, an intelligence operation against the United States election system. What, to tell the American people the truth? Well, are they telling the truth? Do you think WikiLeaks is, is false information? I don't know. But I do know that the RNC was also hacked. Yeah. And none of that information was released. Are you sure? None of it. No. Yes, it was. That's what WikiLeaks is. That's exactly what WikiLeaks is. Well, where's the information on WikiLeaks? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to it's a lot to go through, so you have to depend on people that have gone through it. But uh, WikiLeaks is several different sources of information. One being uh, the DNC leaks. Uh, one being the Podesta emails, and the other the other is the Hillary emails. That does not answer my question at all. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what are like you... the RNC, the Republican National Committee was. Oh, also, the RNC. They were also hacked. The RNC. Yeah. Yes. They're, uh, they're denying it. They were saying it's just individual accounts that were hacked. But I mean, what does that matter? I don't know. 
So we don't know. I mean, the, the theory is with that is that you know who hacked them. Well, that's kind of the question. That's what we don't know. See this whole this whole blame in Russia for everything. It 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 does not fucking make any sense to me because it came out what? of Hillary's mouth. Well, that's that's, so that's, that's not viable. <laughs> that's not a good reason. Dude, come on. She fucking lies about so much shit. She she never took responsibility for for anything that came out about her. She just immediately blamed Russia, which supposedly from uh, WikiLeaks. No, what is this fucking name? Uh, Julian Assange uh, intimated that it was uh, that one guy that I told you from the DNC that leaked those emails. Uh, Seth. Uh... Seth Rich. Yeah. So this guy supposedly leaked this. This is the. This is supposedly the guy that leaked the uh, Hillary emails, right? And the DNC or, or the DNC emails. I'm not sure which, but he was murdered walking down the street just randomly. He wasn't robbed. He right. was just shot and killed. Okay. Um, was he? I mean, also is Assange even to be trusted anyway? Because he also has skin in the game now. How so? Well, I mean, he's looking for a place to go. You know, I know that being holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy isn't really working out for him, but. How would this free him? I mean, wouldn't it just get him in more trouble? Not if he went to Russia. <laughs> I don't think there's any, there's no way for him to go to Russia. He's he's in London, stuck in that embassy. There's no way for him to get out. I mean, unless there's a full pardon and somebody provides security for him to go to the airport, he's going to be killed. It seems like a thing Vladimir Putin could probably arrange. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't like using Russia as a scapegoat because... I don't either, but I don't, like, no, I don't like not examining the possibility just because WikiLeaks said, you know? But WikiLeaks isn't making up information. It's just How releasing know, it. How do you even know that? <laughs> because why Why would everybody be going against WikiLeaks if there wasn't truth there? Maybe they're just disseminating psychotic bullshit. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, man. See, Come it, on. It can we go, got, we the, can do better than that. that that's it, At this point, WikiLeaks is just as much a viable source of information as anybody else, you know? Really? I, I lately I have no trust for any anyone telling me anything really, and that might this be is, that this, might be the point of this is Cold War paranoia, you know, and it's working on you. <laughs> that you, it's your Cold War paranoia is what you're saying. No, it, I think it's it's general. I mean, because who do we even trust at this point? WikiLeaks is releasing communications between two parties, and you're saying that somebody in WikiLeaks organization is typing all the shit up. And releasing it as fat. But that's not the case. That doesn't necessarily have to be the case. They could have true information. I mean, how it's being disseminated, you know, who, who even knows? They're not accountable to anyone. Yes and no. I mean, Julian Assange is accountable, and that's to why he's to fucking people that want to murder him. No. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I don't think that there's, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's any more trustworthy than anyone else. Okay. That's your opinion, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. Uh, that's crazy. Um, so you don't believe that the DNC was against Bernie getting, getting the nomination? I'm sure there's, tr there's plenty of elements of truth in things, but you know, but I don't, you, you don't think that the I don't email know communication that says that is trustworthy. It's not even necessarily that. I think that that, I think there is truth in that. I think that that's politics as usual, but what I think is incredibly dishonest is the fact that they're not fully disseminating all the information that they have. You know, if they, if the RNC was indeed hacked. You know, and that information wasn't disseminated, and that tip. But you're blaming WikiLeaks for not disseminating that. Well, not necessarily, I mean, we because don't, we don't know who no, has that. Information. We don't know who has that information. We don't know if that information exists. You know. But I, I think to throw out the information that WikiLeaks has released because they might not have the RNC leaks, it doesn't make sense to me. It might not be. No, that, it that, might that. not be the same party that did that. Those what three different hacks? Yeah, I mean, it's it's still very early days, but. Because I mean, I, I see what you're saying. And like, there was there was a hack on uh, Hillary's server. There was a hack on which you know was easy. Uh, there was a hack on the DNC, and there was a hack on the RNC. Supposedly, what proof do we have? You know, I don't know that that even exactly. Happened. It's very early days. You know, yeah, you yeah. Have all the information I see what you're yet. saying. But I, I think that just blindly trusting anyone at this point is not the way to go about it either. Do you trust the greasy strangler? Ah, uh, well. The Greasy Strangler is the only thing that made me feel anything this week. So. <laughs> <sighs> I know a, I know a lady that would be mighty disappointed to hear that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of 
psychological warfare being waged against the American people right now. Definitely. I think it's in the media. I think it's, I think it's the media turning a blind eye to things mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, I think the alternative media sources are being fucked with big time by this alt-right thing and people lumping everything together. Yeah. There's a, a site out that's called uh, Prop or Not. It's like propaganda yeah. or not. And like there's so much just underground news sources and independent news sources that are thrown into that website on a long like hundred website list mm. of people saying it's bullshit when it's definitely not and people have threatened to sue them for being on that list and they were immediately taken off so it's like kind of arbitrary what's on there yeah um and i'm not talking about like what is it natural world news or some shit oh, like yeah, that yeah. <laughs> like i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like you know independent sources so a lot of them are international too um and you know what this whole this whole section of history that could be a diversion mm. i haven't read anything on this giant pedophilia thing that's going on in norway have you have you read about this or no. heard about it no the library of congress online is 60 terabytes mm. this pedophile ring that they busted in norway a hundred and i think 80 terabytes jesus of just the worst of the worst shit yeah and it goes from people in politics to people at the very top very well educated people were in this pedophilia ring Mm. and nobody's reporting on it yeah like i mean it was massive and just fucking insidious and it was every it was so much video like of the most wretched shit happening to kids and nobody's talking about it i haven't fucking seen anything on it yeah and i don't know if that's because pizzagate is kind of hot right now Mm -hmm. and people don't want to you know give that more more flames you know right to to keep it going but there's some weird shit going on man i'm starting to get really frustrated about the media being owned by six companies Right. And what their motives are and why people are being manipulated. Us, just yeah. normal people, are either being babied or, uh, I mean, Standing Rock barely got anything. I did a search on Standing Rock on the CNN website. I got one fucking story. And it was like way, way before anything happened. And it right. was like just the bullshit, like barely a paragraph mm-hmm. of content. This show's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. It's been. It's, been it's like I'm really frustrated. People, I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent, but uh, I think I'm gonna have Mike in here, and we're gonna talk some real hardcore conspiracy shit because I don't think a lot of people know how much stuff is being ignored. Not just you know there could be crazy shit going on that might be real or might not be real, but yeah. this whole fake news thing is. I think it's a bad thing. And I think there's a lot of good stuff, good reporting being lumped into the bad mm. fake shit, you yeah. know, and I don't like that. I think that's that's on purpose. And I think uh, we should look into that more and not fucking just go along with shit being called fake. I mean, right. I feel manipulated or people are trying to manipulate other people and I don't like it. Uh, Brennan, you got our social medias. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It's all owned by the same five corporations anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. You got at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, Revenge of the World on Instagram. We got our Facebook page. We got our website, revengeoftheworld.com. You can pretty much get at us through any of those means. And, yeah. Follow our individual Instagram accounts. Brennan is. I'm the ghost of Brennan Birch, one word. I'm Gabriel Dieter. Follow us on Facebook too. Brennan's blurb. Yeah. No, don't don't do that. No. Uh, just Facebook. go like our page, Revenge of the World Podcast on Facebook. We uh we post some weird shit every once in a while. Uh, thanks for listening. Sorry about <laughs> fucking. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, sorry about uh Gabe's sweating under his eyes. Uh, gently go fuck someone. <laughs>